Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most downloaded fitness podcast that I've ever recorded. <laughs> Not even this particular episode. All right, I, I'm sorry, that was a stupid joke to start. I always want to do that Like when I hear other podcasts that are like really famous. They'll be like, welcome to the most downloaded fitness podcast on the planet. Welcome to the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I'm probably not there yet, but uh, we're getting there. Um, anyway, so that this is the most downloaded fitness podcast that I've ever recorded because it's the only one. Um, okay, so um, let's see. What was I going to start talking about? Um, hmm. Am I technically lying when I say it's the only fitness podcast? Because I did do some other podcasts. Uh, it doesn't actually matter. Okay, let's let's talk about the topic at hand. So, um, today I'm gonna be talking about how to strengthen bones and joints. Um, and this is something that we, um, you know, like we think about strengthening muscles a lot. We think about um. Yeah, uh, but but sometimes like we neglect the importance of bones and joints. But like when you have an issue, particularly people with joint issues, you really notice. It's one of those things we like don't feel like we care about that much until we end up having pain in it. Um, and so, the interesting thing is like the more I learn about it, it's basically like how did I ex- hear it explained from one fitness expert? What strengthens muscle strengthens bone. And also, theoretically, probably strengthens joints as well, which I'll get back more into in a minute. Um, and the other thing that's, that's just interesting about like doing episodes on topics like this is that you know, as a personal trainer, I'm still fairly new in the the personal training game. I'm not someone who has tons of expertise. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now, but I only do it in my part time, as do like probably eighty percent of personal trainers nowadays, because it's a hard business to break into full time. But anyway, the point is, is that. I like to do sometimes some of these episodes because it's a learning experience for me. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, no one who is a personal trainer or well anything in life knows everything about the topic, you know. And so I like to do some of these episodes just for my own research and understanding purposes, my own learning purposes, because I find that like, well, okay, I might be an expert in this one area of fitness, but not really that much in this other area. And like, for an example... Like me, I consider myself an expert in body composition in particular at this point. So, you know, I'm not like an official bodybuilder or anything like that because I don't want to live at 3% body fat where they do sometimes when they get up on stage and it's not healthy. But like I'm an expert in exercise programming and diet planning, macronutrient planning, uh, and, and telling people how to eat, how much protein in particular they need, how many calories total they need, maybe how much carbs and fat they need, what type of exercise they need to do in order to shape the body the way they want, build more muscle, burn fat, etc. Now, that is probably my biggest area of expertise in the area of fitness. Uh, things like injury prevention, things like you know anatomy of movement, um, things like that, the way joints work, certainly not an area of expertise. It's an area of growth for me. It's something that I'm learning more and more about. Um, obviously, probably have more of a baseline understanding than your average Joe walking around the street, but something I want to keep learning more and more. And that's why I like doing some of these episodes because I learn as I prepare for the episode, as I research a little bit more, etc. And the interesting thing about this one is I actually went like right back to the to the source documents. Essentially, my you know when I got my personal training certification two years ago, I went back and literally just looked at like a couple chapters of the book that you know I had to study through while I was uh, you know one of the books that I had to to read through while I was preparing for those exams and everything. And uh, it's funny because like 
when we when we do stuff like this, it's, it's so weird the way the human brain works. There's got to be a way to make it more efficient because, like, we read something or we learn something, study something, and, like, 90% of it goes through in one ear and out the other. Or, like, we, we need to, like, read it or be exposed to it or see it, like, five times before we memorize it. Because I'm reading through these chapters of this book thinking to myself, I know that I read this same thing two years ago, probably more than one time. Like, I studied this. But I don't remember that many of these specific details. And it's just really interesting, like, how can we, you know, I'm going off on a tangent, but, like, how can we improve and make it so that we just memorize things after reading it one time or seeing it one time? And I don't have the answer to that question. But anyway, let's talk again about how to strengthen bones and joints. Whew, I'll tell you what, I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling weird today, too, because here's what I did. I, I did this, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm a coffee drinker in general, but I did this thing where, like, I, I, I took a, I had, like, it was recommended by a friend, put, like, an espresso shot combined with, like, a regular coffee, regular cup of coffee, and, like, added it together, and it's having this, like, weird effect. I didn't sleep quite enough last night. See, I'm doing all these things that you shouldn't do if you want to be really, really healthy. I'm not sleeping enough. I'm drinking probably more coffee than is necessary. But anyway, like, usually coffee just gets me feeling good, feeling, like, in the zone. But this one, like, it's kind of like a combination of the taste and then just, like, the way I feel. It's like, yeah, man, this just doesn't even feel good. I don't know why I did that, like, espresso shot and whatever. Body just kind of feels like shit right now. But that's okay. That doesn't matter. We're doing the podcast. So here we go. All right. Strengthening bones and joints. What do I mean when I say what strengthens muscle strengthens bones? Well, the big thing here is doing some form of resistance training, okay? Resistance training typically being weightlifting, but also things like body weight exercises, anything that requires the muscles to work, anything that puts force uh, on amount of tension on our muscles also theoretically is strengthening the bones and the joints in that surrounding area. Now, uh, I'll come back to this a little more at the end, but theoretically, you know, when we think about, okay, this is directly from uh, which website? I never cite enough of my sources good, but okay, one of these websites <laughs> says, to promote bone development, children and adolescents must consume adequate calories, whoops, where am I at here? Adequate calories, vitamin D, magnesium, calcium, and also participate in regular weight-bearing physical activity. Now, I bring this up because this is this talks about bone development in children and adolescents, but it's really not that much different in adults. Like, okay, that's their bone development. That's how we maintain our bone strength. Adequate calories, nutrition, vitamin D, magnesium, calcium, and regular weight-bearing physical activity. And by the way, if you're worried about like, well, children and adolescents shouldn't do that much weightlifting, like I heard that it's bad... Um, you know, just make sure that your kids are uh, doing things in a, in a safe way, like, you know, doing if, if they're going to lift weights, do it with like a proper form and technique um, and that the activities they're doing are, you know, take the proper safety precautions. But but in general, I'm kind of a believer nowadays that, that idea that children should not lift thing, lift heavy things like lift heavy weights is kind of a myth. Um, I think that in general, weight-bearing physical activity of any sort is good for kids and adolescents as long as it's done in a fairly safe way. They're not going to like stunt their growth or do something bad to their bones by uh, doing weight-bearing physical activity. Um, okay, so you know, we've got that calcium, vitamin D, exercise, things like not smoking, limiting alcohol as well are good for, for bone strength. You know, it's funny, I'm just, I'm going down rabbit holes, but it's like the way, <laughs> the way these topics are talked about, it's always don't smoke, like never, never, ever smoke, and then drink alcohol in moderation or limit your alcohol. See, we live in a society where like alcohol is just so accepted that no one can ever say, 
as like general advice to people, no one ever is like, don't drink alcohol. It's always like, well, limit your alcohol. <laughs> drink alcohol in moderation. It's just, it's too societally accepted. And here's the funny thing, like, the smoking, like the cigarettes versus alcohol argument, I think you can argue either way which one has an overall negative effect. Because, like, I literally Googled that. I'm like, it, which is actually worse for your body, smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol? And I know it's it's a quantities thing or it's a frequency thing as well. But And, like, you know, some articles will immediately say, like, no, smoking is way worse, you know, because of the tobacco is so much more damaging to the lungs, cancer-causing. And then some will come back and say, like, well, actually, theoretically, alcohol is even worse because of this, this, and this. But, like... You can you can debate the pros and you can kind of debate either way depending on the context of like what is worse for the human body, smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol. Because I mean, alcohol, aside from like the studies that show, you know, okay, red wine, you know, like a glass of red wine maybe every day for some reason makes the people in Italy live longer among the other good things they have going for them might not be the wine itself but like aside from some of those studies that will talk about how like red wine or a little bit of this here and there can be good for us um we pretty much know that alcohol is just bad like alcohol in general it makes life fun but like it has basically no good it's only detrimental effects on your health um and yet it's it's so societally accepted. Like I'm someone, I haven't drank alcohol for almost two years now. And it's fine. I get along fine in society. I can go to social events. You know, it's, it's very rarely like awkward. But for 80% of people, it's just so societally accepted that you're just going to drink at some point that we never come out and just say, totally don't drink. It's what we always say, don't smoke. You do not smoke cigarettes. But, we're, but the experts are never saying, don't drink alcohol. Don't do it. They're saying, limit your alcohol. Do it in moderation. Because that means they're going to go and they're going to do it too at their party this evening. And they're going to add 300 calories from alcohol, which is going to make it so they can't hit their body composition goals. They're going to have a little extra body fat. They're not going to sleep quite as well because they were drinking alcohol before they went to bed. They're not going to be able to focus quite as much. But that's okay because it's societally acceptable and we just need to limit it and drink it in moderation unlike cigarettes which we just can never never do ever unlike weed which we can never never do ever that's another topic i would argue that alcohol is definitely definitely worse overall than marijuana but anyway i digress um okay so another tangent this this episode is really not even that much about like bones and joints health it's me going off on tangents all right so osteoporosis osteopenia leading to osteoporosis so osteoporosis is defined by one of the fancy websites as a bone disease in which a decrease in mineral density causes skeletal structures to become brittle and fragile often leading to fractures and disability this condition is typically caused by negative hormonal changes sedentary behaviors over the lifespan and or a deficiency of energy calcium and or vitamin D. So we're back to the energy, calories, calcium, vitamin D. Vitamin D is very important for calcium absorption, okay? Um, if not enough calcium is absorbed due to a lack of vitamin D, then calcium, as I understand it, essentially gets like released from the bones in order to keep enough calcium circulating throughout the body, if that makes sense. So long story short, we can't be vitamin D deficient. And this just gives more evidence to my arguments against the dermatologists who are always like, put on so much sunscreen. And I'm a big proponent of not wearing much sunscreen, especially if you're like me and you live up here in the north where we are vitamin D deficient. Most of us are vitamin D deficient, especially in the winter months when we don't get it from the sun. And that's why we need to supplement it with it in the winter. But anyway, I'm one who I 
very rarely put on sunscreen. If I'm out going to be like at a pool or outside on a beach for like six straight hours, which happens like once every never in my life, <laughs> then I'll do it. Okay. Um, but in general, I don't put on sunscreen and I go outside, spend probably maybe like two hours on average outside every day at different times throughout the day. Um, and I'm just like, I need the vitamin D. I'm not, in general, not super worried about skin cancer uh, compared to how worried I am about all of the bad things that come from vitamin D deficiency. And here we are again, vitamin D deficiency is a big cause for things like osteoporosis, bone weakness. And the best source of vitamin D is the sun. Yes, you can get it from supplementation. Yes, you get it from certain foods, but the sun is the best source. All right. Um, now, arthritis, when we talk about joint pain, joint issues, that's a lot of times what people are talking about. So osteoarthritis, a common type of arthritis, happens over time when the cartilage, the protective cushion in between the bones wears away. And yes, I'm just stealing all these definitions from various websites that I did not write the name down of and did not cite my sources because this is not a college book report and citing sources sucks. Okay, so how do we avoid that? Well, as I understand it, I'm not going to claim to be an arthritis expert, okay, but protecting the joints is, uh, you know, making sure that the joints stay healthy can actually be done in a lot of similar ways that strengthening the muscles and strengthening the bones can be done, right? Um, the one thing that I've learned over the last few years that's very important is if we, if we have, let's say we have like an injury, whether it's like an injured joint or maybe like an, even an injured muscle group, it's not really a matter that often of like, oh, you got to stretch more. You got to be more flexible in that area. You got to do this. No, it's more about strengthening the area. To give you an example, I've given this example in the podcast before. I used to have a recurring shoulder injury, and it could still creep up every now and then if I'm not careful. But it's it's more of, should I even call it a shoulder injury? I don't even understand exactly the root of it yet. But basically, it's like this: it's this pain that I'll get when I'm doing like an overhead pressing motion, like a shoulder press or something like that at the gym, and I'll aggravate it. I'll feel it right then, and it hits like almost in like the upper cervical area, kind of like the spinal area. It'll feel slightly like a muscle pull, slightly like something's effed up in my spine. But anyway, I finally was told by a friend that I have to strengthen my rear delts, the small supporting muscle group, basically the back part of the shoulder, because that's a major supporting muscle group, and mine weren't strong enough to support the load I was trying to bear in this exercise. So essentially, what this proves is that what we need to do a lot of times is strengthen the surrounding area when we have an issue with a muscle or a joint or whatever, right? Um, so, you know, if you have knee joint issues, whatever, obviously do it in a safe way, but we need to be strengthening the surrounding muscles, the quadriceps, the hamstrings, etc. Um, and it's, it's a complicated topic. And once again, I'm not, you know, a physical therapist or anything like that, but you'll notice that what physical therapists are doing for the most part with a lot of their clients is strengthening exercises. They're doing exercises to strengthen the surrounding area that surrounds the affected joint or whatever it may be. Okay. It is about strengthening. Now we could talk about the different forms of exercise that you can do to make sure you don't further injure it, you know, whether it's swimming, water aerobics, bicycling can be a little bit better. It's easier on the joints as opposed to these high impact activities. You know, maybe do some lower impact activities that also promote, um, you know, make you use your muscles like I just talked about. Actually, this is one of the areas too where resistance bands can be very good because resistance bands are nice and easy on the joints. And there's a lot, a lot of good things that come from training with resistance bands as opposed to training with traditional weights. That's a whole other episode that I could do. Um, but really the interesting thing here is that the, you know, essentially strength training, weightlifting strength training is 
is the solution to like almost everything a lot of times because it's studies have shown it's been proven that weightlifting and strength training has been shown to in addition to strengthening bones like i said what muscle what strengthens muscle strengthens bones it also strengthens joints and reinforces cartilage this is what studies show okay and why do i say the solution to everything is resistance training or weight training because it's also the same thing like okay, obviously it's the best form of exercise to build muscle but it's also for, for burning fat. Like everything, the solution is resistance training or weight training. Why is resistance training or weight training or you know muscle building activity, why is that the best way to burn fat? Well, because number one, when we start putting more muscle on our body, that makes it so that our body burns more calories naturally. You increase your muscle mass, even if you keep the same amount of fat, you're going to look better anyway. Your muscles are going to get more defined. Then the post-exercise effect that comes with muscle building workouts is greater than like a cardio workout for example so everything that you do when we focus on building muscle what you're doing is you're teaching your body to burn fat better you're making you're just improving your body composition all the time when we're training in a way to build muscle to build and sustain muscle so it's for everything I mean resistance training weight training is excellent obviously for building muscle itself it's excellent for burning fat as well you just have to learn how to eat the right amount of protein um, and the, you know the right amount of total calories to not gain any weight if you're trying to to cut and to lose body fat uh, it's great to strengthen our bones joints everything obviously just in this case if you have some acute injury a real serious chronic injury do it in a smart way do it with a professional that way you don't um, do exercises that hurt too much or cause too much damage there are times we need to modify certain exercises obviously when we have these injuries but um yeah that's the main gist of it strengthen strengthen as much as you can strengthen the muscles as much as you can and that's the best way to protect the bones the joints everything else and um in addition to the other things i've talked about proper nutrition getting enough protein total calories vitamin d magnesium go out and see the sunlight probably don't drink as much double espresso shot coffee with extra coffee on top like i just did but whatever it's okay i'm still surviving my bones are fine as far as i know all right that's all i got for you today i hope you enjoyed it love y'all peace Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O. 